Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, my beautiful people? So I am really excited for today's podcast episode. I'm actually going to get a little vulnerable with you guys because, you know, sometimes I don't like sharing. I don't think sometimes, I mean, pretty much all the time, I don't think people like to show their flaws or show their struggles, but I always like to keep it real and just stay true and vulnerable and let you guys know that what I'm going through and what I'm currently struggling with and how I'm navigating my way out of it and through it to be able to grow through it, I think is super helpful for everyone to let you guys know that you're never alone, right? No one's perfect. We all fall off the bandwagon. I guess if that's the right term, we all fall off track, right? And life is all ebbs and flows. And sometimes we're totally in the zone and in our flow. And sometimes we're not. And I know this whole pandemic has knocked a lot of people out of their flow. And I was personally one of them, even though my business hasn't really changed too much. It's actually growing more than it ever has been because I do a lot of online work. I work with people online. And so a lot of people are needing help with their health and fitness right now online. And that's exactly what I do. So it's actually grown a lot more, but just, you know, the stresses of wondering when things are going to get back to normal, of wondering when we're going to get back to reality, of wondering when I'm not going to have to wear face masks out in public and we're going to be able to have to, you know, go to the grocery stores without having to worry about waiting in long lines and just like, you know, the normal everyday life. And I know that sounds very like a first world problem, but stress is stress. And um, sometimes old habits tend to come up when we're in stressful situations. So maybe you've had problems with binge eating lately. I know that people are baking a lot at home. I personally have, you know, baked a lot more and ate a lot more sweets and some processed foods than I normally have. Like just it just started to become like a habit of like getting a bag of chips and we don't get super unhealthy chips, but still chips are chips. Processed food is processed food in my personal opinion. And I always like to have it in moderation, but lately we were getting chips and, you know, some like snacks and stuff like that from Whole Foods or Trader Joe's while we're watching movies. And I've been staying up later at night and not going to bed. Usually when I want to go to bed to wake up early. And I've noticed that some of those habits have crept in and it was really affecting me. It was really affecting my energy. It was really affecting my, my goals and things that I wanted to accomplish. And it just felt like I was falling off track. And so I was like, you know what? I'm over this. Like I'm over feeling like I'm just kind of going through these motions of, you know, finding comfort in things that don't serve me. And I've talked about that. And I've been honestly, oh, versus the average person, I've been pretty freaking productive. But for my standards on my life and the goals that I want to accomplish, I'm nowhere near where I, where I've wanted to be. And so I want to give you my three steps on how I'm kind of overcoming this, some of the struggles that I've had. Personally, I announced this on my Instagram the other day, for those of you that follow me on there, that I have actually been sleeping in. So I've been waking up around 7 a.m. And usually I even did a podcast episode on this the whole year of 2020. So far until this coronavirus pandemic, I was waking up at 5 a.m. 
getting a workout in, doing my morning rituals, getting work done. Like before 8 a.m., the amount of stuff I got done in those first three hours from 5 to 8 a.m. was probably more than a lot of people do every day. Like I was so productive and I was feeling so good, but I was getting in bed at like 9.30, in bed, reading a book, not putting on TV, shutting down my phone, all of those things. And because I've been staying up later, because I've been um, watching TV at night and watching a movie at night and stuff like that while I've enjoyed it. And I usually, we only did that on the weekends. And lately I've been doing that more and more often since we've been in quarantine, just, I don't know, as an escapism, as a form of escapism. And I'm not totally against escapism, but I think we need to draw a fine line when it's really hindering us from our growth. And so that's something that I want to be completely real with you guys is that I've been struggling with that too. Like I'm not a perfect unicorn by any means. I still fall off track. I still struggle. And I want to share with you how I'm getting back on track because I want to get back to my 5 a.m. morning routine. I felt really good. I felt really in flow. And about two weeks after this whole coronavirus pandemic, so pretty much all of April, I have not been waking up at 5 a.m. at all. And I've had a, I've had a habit of hitting the snooze button pretty much my whole life. It was a bad habit, something I've always struggled with my whole life. And I was sick of it beginning of this year. And so literally when I was doing that all like January, February, and all of March, waking up at 5 a.m., I didn't miss a beat, you guys. I did it every single day, even on the weekends. I wasn't going out. I was saying no to things that were going to keep me out like late at night. I wasn't going to bars or anything like that. Honestly, I wasn't even drinking. Um, and I was just, my, my full focus was instilling this habit of 5 a.m. And what I've realized, some people say that it takes 21 days to instill a new habit. Others say 66 days. I did it for three months and it still hasn't been a habit for me. So I, I don't know. I'm not an expert in a habit forming. I don't know how long it actually takes. But what I do know is that the longer you've had a negative habit, I feel like the longer you've had a negative habit, the longer it's going to take for you to instill a new one. I think it's kind of like the concept of like the longer you're in a relationship, you know, they say it takes about half the amount of time to get over that person on average to, you know, get over when you go through a breakup. So if you're with someone for a year, it takes you about six months to get over, you know, on average, that's usually what it, what they say it takes. But if you're with someone for five years, it might take you two and a half years to fully get over that. Not saying that that's true in all cases, but on average, that's kind of like the rule of thumb of what they say. So for me hitting the snooze button and sleeping in, I love sleep. Don't get me wrong. It's something that I have always struggled with. I've always said I'm not a morning person my whole life until I just flipped the script and I decided that I wanted to be. And I decided that it was something that felt really good to me. And I felt really in flow and really productive when I was fully embracing waking up at 5am and doing all of the things to make sure that my actions were in alignment with that goal. So going to bed on time, like shutting down social media and my phone and all television at like nine o'clock every single day and reading books and stuff like that. I felt really, really good and really productive. And I was really in flow with where I was going. And I've lost track of that through this whole pandemic. And I know a lot of it is related to the current world situation and I'm letting that affect me, but I'm I'm saying right now, I'm publicly declaring it that I'm over it. I'm done making excuses. I'm done letting it really affect me in that negative way. And I'm giving you permission to recognize any bad habits that have come into your life 
that have slipped back in, whether it's over drinking, overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, not working out, uh, sleeping in maybe. Uh, maybe you're watching more TV or scrolling more social media than usual. Maybe, you know, maybe they're old habits that have come back into your life or their existing habits that you've had that have even gotten worse with this whole pandemic. So I want to give you permission to recognize it and to have grace and to say, you're not a horrible person. This doesn't define you. You don't suck. It's not like the end all be all, right? It's just, you know, a hiccup, a roadblock in the road and something to overcome and navigate. And that's Okay. So number one is I want you to recognize and acknowledge all the bad habits or old habits that have come back into your life or gotten worse since this pandemic. You need to recognize it. You need to recognize that it exists. You need to acknowledge it. You need to be like, it's there. So get out a pen and paper and write it down. For me, it was hitting the snooze button. And it was also for me, scrolling social media more than I've wanted to. I've been creating a lot of content, but I've been consuming a lot of content more than usual, more than what I'm used to, more than what I'm proud to say that I want to. And honestly, it's still a lot less than I know what the average person does and scrolls through, but it's, it's been more than my average. So those are two things that I'm like, you know what? Like these are things that I need to work on. And this is my full focus for the next couple of months to really get control of waking up at 5 a.m., getting back into my morning rituals and my nighttime rituals to really instill that and really monitoring my social media intake. So that's the first thing is recognize and acknowledge. And like I said, have grace with yourself. Realize that these old habits, they don't define you. Your your habits do kind of make up and determine what your future is going to look like. It's that compound effect, but they don't define you as a human being. And at any point you can decide that you want to change your habits. They're hard, but you can decide. Okay. So that brings me to my second point that I want to mention is decide to make the change. Decide. When you decide something, it means that you cut off all possibility. Decide literally comes from the Latin root, like decision comes from the Latin root, maybe like meaning to cut off. So when you make a decision, you cut off all of the, I'm going to try, going to see how this works out. Maybe I'll give this a shot. Because when you are iffy, iffy about your goals, iffy about the things that you want to change in your life, it's not going to change. It's not. And I like to really use the analogy of someone who has maybe been a smoker, for instance, for a really long time in their life. And they've constantly tried to quit cigarettes. They've constantly tried to quit smoking and they couldn't get a grip on it. They couldn't do it. And then one day they go to the doctor and they find out that they have lung cancer and like overnight they give up cigarettes. And what has changed? Nothing has changed except their reason why. And they made the decision. They finally made the decision. They weren't playing around anymore. They're like, you know what? My life depends on this and it's real for me and I'm not doing this anymore. And they made that decision. And the same thing happened to me with Adderall. Like when I quit Adderall, I tried for on and off for an entire year. And I talk about this in one of my podcast episodes. I tried on and off for an entire year. And it wasn't until I finally just said, you know what? Like I cut off all possibility of failure. I was just like, I'm doing this. And I made that decision. So make that decision and make it finite, like make it final in your life. Like be so convicted in your decision that there's no 
possibility of any other outcome or any other decision or any other, maybe this will happen or maybe this, or I'll give it a try. I hate the word try, by the way. So make the decision that you're going to make this change, whether it's your eating habits, whether it's waking up earlier, whether it's having a morning routine, whether it's getting more organized, whether it's cleaning, having a clean home, whether it's working out five days a week, like whatever it is for you, figure it out and decide. And then the third thing that I'm a huge fan of, and I've talked about this multiple times throughout the podcast, so this shouldn't be new to you unless you're brand new and this is the first episode you've heard from me, but this shouldn't be new, but publicly announce it or get some accountability. This is huge. There are some special unicorns, I'll admit, there's some special unicorns that are able to make changes without any type of accountability, any type of coaching or anything like that. And I think they're special unicorns, to be honest. I think the masses of people need some form of accountability. They need someone to check in on. They need to know that someone's watching them. That's how majority of people work. That's personally how I work. So I am not a fan. I've never been a fan of that saying that says hustle in silence, like don't announce your goals to the world and just hustle in silence and then show them what's possible. Like to me, I like to announce things that I'm nowhere near you know, there, like I'm not near those goals. I'm working on them. I like to show the process and the grind because me personally, when I am showing the grind in the everyday and I'm publicly accountable and people are watching me, when I know people are watching me, it makes me show up. And it's that extra accountability. So I announced this on my stories that I want to start waking up at 5am. And I said, if you want to join me, let me know. And I've already had some girls reach out saying that they want to join me and we're going to create a group chat and do exactly what I did in the first quarter of 2020, create a group chat where we're checking in with each other every single day and sharing positivity, sharing, you know, when we wake up or if we didn't wake up, like I hate the feeling of checking in saying I didn't do something. And I did that one time in that group. And then after that, it was like, never again, <laughs> like I was on it. And so that's one of the things is that we're going to create a group chat to wake up at 5 a.m. and have to check in with each other and have that accountability. So you don't have to publicly announce it on social media if that's not your thing, but find someone that you can tell and that will hold you accountable and that you can be honest and say, hey, I need some support. I need some accountability. Maybe this is your partner. Maybe this is your parents or your siblings or whoever, your best friend. But find someone that's going to keep you accountable to whatever habit you're trying to change. And it's even better if they're going to make the change with you and you guys can kind of hold each other accountable. But if they're even trying to make a different change, like let them know about that. Share this podcast episode with them and say, hey, what do you think? Like, do you want to work on this together? You know, I think there is power in numbers. There's power in accountability. There's power in just having someone to check in with. And that's why I'm such a firm believer in coaching and investing in yourself. I've invested so much into coaching because to me, when I had to check in with someone on whether or not I did these specific activities, like in my business or on my goals, like it just made me do it. It made me show up. So those are the three things that I have personally done to really navigate and get and squash these bad habits of snoozing and sleeping in and staying up late that has affected my productivity. It's affected my 
discipline. It's affected my every day and in a negative way, in a way that I am not proud of. And I'm over it. Like I said, I'm working on it right now. So hopefully this gave you a little bit of tangible tips on how you can work through it as well. And if you found any value whatsoever in this podcast episode, please share it on your stories. Please tag me, send me a DM. Let me know what your biggest takeaways were or share it with a friend that you think might need to hear it. I hope that this was helpful. And if you do me a favor, please subscribe and leave a review so more people can find this podcast episode. And until next time, beautiful people, I hope you have an amazing Friday and an amazing weekend. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.